investigation. Tabor peaked up. Haven't seen Why? that. I haven't seen you that. You hate the little guy? You're such an elitist. I don't hate the little guy. It's not relative. It's not relative, and I'll tell you why it's not relative. Because the bottom line, if you're going 7-0 and against uh, the rest of your G5 teammates who have an athletic budget of $3.83, and then you play your power teams, suppose you get the Illinois, suppose you get the Wake Forest, suppose you get the Vanderbilt, and then you're okay, you're 10-2 and against that schedule, what have you really done? The bottom line, what this NIL, the power has done, it has created the haves and the have-nots. The powers and the group, oh, power yeah, five that and group create, five. this created it. This, I, this created Okay, let me tell you, the NCAA has slanted for the big guy. Used to, Isaiah Crowell, who is a running back from the University of Georgia, if he gets kicked off of Georgia's team, he wants to go, go to, to Auburn or Alabama, State. he's got to sit out. But no, instead he can go to Alabama State and immediately be eligible. Okay, Sean Fox, where did you go? Fountain Blue or Mandeville? I, mean, I always forget. Which, where, that with an answer. Where did you go? Where do you think I went? Mandeville. Go rotten hell. <laughs> okay, you went to Fountain Blue. That's the yeah. second time I've been told that in the last two days. Wow. So anyway, you're a great running back out of Fountain Blue High School, but no skipper. Just you're a bulldog. Is that right? Correct. So you're a bulldog out of Fountain Blue, and obviously we could tell by your diction today and grammar that you smarted. So you didn't really perform well on the ACT. But guess what? Right. You you could go to Nakish, fork them demons, and you could start at running back for them, right? But no, what does the NCAA come up and say? You've got the same eligibility rules for all schools. So therefore, if you're a good enough running back and you're eligible, you're going to go. If you're not, you're going to go to a junior college where you get eligible, where then you can go to LSU or Louisiana Tech. So I'm saying that every rule the NCAA has made over the past 20, 25 years has been at the expense of the smaller schools. They have shown you that. And so the only way to resolve this, number one, when we go to these super conferences, there's no way in hell that Alabama is going to schedule a ULM for what it may do. Now, Alabama could, but to Clemson, these other teams, what they could do, because what it would do to their power ranking. So you're going to see fewer and far between of these money games. I'm just telling you, everything's... They are what I said should happen years ago. They are slowly... It is a, like, pull the Band-Aid off. That's what they're doing to the G5 institutions. Uh, let's get to... Thank you, Patrick. That's Patrick. You, got that. you, you said we had the smartest audience. They blew our mind. Trip. This is more I can understand. Uh, talking about the Saints last night. Biggest takeaways. Defense, maybe one of the best Peyton has had in his tenure. When 100% stars are playing with the game, playing top five in the league. They've given me no indication, Brownie, to not agree with him. Uh, with all the starters on offense and an actual game plan, I think the actual the offense will be more explosive than the past couple of years of Breeze. That well, certainly the vertical passing game is there that wasn't. And uh, Callaway for sure a two number two or number one. Taysom's better suited to be the Swiss Army knife and change a pace player, barring significant injuries. Ten plus wins. Trip is very optimistic. I'll, I I think if the defense is as good as advertised, he might be on something. I'll I'll read with what JT said. Please, please do because I mean JT brings up a lot of great points. He and again I I'm not trying to I my, listen if you listen to this show, just because I did one thing, I'm not trying to say you're right or wrong. Everybody's got their own. It's kind of how I feel about voting. Okay, let me just say this: everybody goes like you go and do what's best for you and your family when you go vote. It's nobody else's business what you do. 
All right, I'm going to tell you, I've been doing radio with you for 10 years. I know for a fact that you had a vacation with your wife that you lost due to COVID-19. You wanted to reschedule that. This vacation had been almost two to three years in the making. I had got tired of hearing you talk about it. So, therefore, one of the stipulations for you to go on this vacation is that, that you had to get vaccinated. I would have so eaten glass. You would have eaten glass. You would have yeah. crawled across 300 yards of rusty razor blades. So, bottom line, whatever it took to get you on this vacation, I am glad that you did. But that does not mean that you're telling everybody to get vaccinated. Nope, not at all. So JT said, I did get vaxxed myself, but you just said your family's the only thing more important to you than sports. Um, maybe some of the old, maybe some of the ones not vaccinated are generally doing it because they think it's better for their family. Maybe a mom has a history of blood clots, and she's determined the risk of vaccine is greater than the virus itself, and she'd rather her three kids not grow up without a mom. Maybe a dad has a healthy distrust of the government, hates the media, has turned him into another uh, an anti-vaxxer, not only shame, but demoralized, uh, demonized him for it. And he thinks it's actually more important to show his son that you actually stand up for what you believe in rather than arguing with a bunch of strangers on Twitter. These are not my stances, but it's possible people are not taking the vaccine for genuine reasons, whether we agree with them or not, and they're not stupid or evil, um, as most who fall in that category are being betrayed. I think, um, I don't think he's wrong with any of his thoughts. No, no, there there are a lot of different reasons, but, and you go through. And I, well, I here's, I'm sorry. I'm. I just wanted to get the point out because you have been vaccinated. You are people make their own decision, and I just want to let you know that you had a reason of why you did that. And and, and honestly, again, not that it's anybody's business, but I'm an open book. I have high blood pressure. I have asthma. I felt more comfortable with what's going on to get it. I will probably get the booster. I'll probably get it again. I don't find it to be a big deal. But I'm not going to tell other people what to do with their own bodies. Make your own decisions. Um, but what I think, this is like everything else in life. It's it, 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 You're wrong or whatever. And, and we can never have a uh, just a disagreement anymore. Like, it? It's so funny, like. It's almost like people have to hide. Like I know people, and it's and, and this is where it does get political. Who are Republican and like, and it's almost like they have to tell me under the shroud of secrecy that they got the vaccine. It's like I, I got it. Well, it's like, okay, you got it. Great. There's nothing to be ashamed of. If you didn't do it and you got j- legitimate reasons for it, okay, fine. You don't have to sell anybody else on it. But man, you go on social media, and that's all people are arguing over now. I'm not telling anybody what to do. I personally, as all I'm saying is, I didn't find it for me that big a deal. Right, and since you were going on your negatives, high blood pressure and asthma, you should go ahead and throw in the fact that you have very little calves because you skipped leg day. Yep. If you're just throwing your negatives out there. So, and yes, for me, and if you were, if you want to know, I'll tell you. I'm not ashamed. If I had to do it to go to games, personally, I would do it. That doesn't mean you have to. Would it make you a bad person if you got vaccinated so you could go to games and that was your sole reason? It's nobody's business. Like, whatever. Do you. I, I'd i rather you do self. Like, don't virtue. I'm doing this for you. No, do it for you. Don't virtue signal. Do it for you. Don't do it for anybody else. It's just, golly. Sorry. It's crazy times we're living in. It is. We could make an alliance and just say, you do you, boo.
put it on a bumper sticker. But you doing you now is selfish, too, so whatever. I don't well, care. I want to end on a positive note. I am coming in tomorrow. i tell you what, a great positive. Man, i got a great guest idea for the Nick Brown Show. Oh, yeah, well, let me guess. Matt Brown? Matt Brown, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you too well. I'll just start producing your show for John Tabor, for Nick Brown. We'll see you tomorrow for another edition of The Company presented by Bud Light. This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. Waters. Talk about intense moments. We had to lower the guys on line some 30 feet down. This is where teamwork and training really paid off. It took steady nerves and steady hands for the chopper pilots to hover like that. No question, guard pilots are the best in the world. I couldn't believe it. I just saved a life. What could be better than serving the people of my hometown? In the National Guard, you serve your community as well as your country while you work or attend college. In return, you gain skills in which you can build a career and receive benefits that can help you pay for college. Learn more about what it means to be a citizen soldier at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 99.3 is also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Kirk Joyner Graduate Sales, and Bienville Motors. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Lee Tech Blue Radio, B.C., by week, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk, 97.7 FM. We're back for Season 14 of Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Beck, good to be back. It's been a long summer, Ben. It's been a while. Been a while. We are 11 days away from Bulldog football. Is that number right? Yeah, yeah crazy 11 enough. days away from Bulldog football at Mississippi State. Ben, this is the time of year. That I just live for. Is it? Yes. I will take all the bye week back ridicule. I'll take all the average fan ridicule, ridicule, which, by the way, I might have hit an all-time average this year. I mean, I'm talking like peak average. I mean, I'm there. Mastered it. I'll take all that, Ben, to be in this studio. I know Taves is happy to see. Talking some football, bringing Taves a polar pop. 
Hey, it's Taves' favorite time of year. Every Tuesday night, he's got a polar pop in hand. Can't beat it. I'll be honest. Beck, a lot's going on since we last were in the studio doing Bleed Tech Blue Radio back in the second Tuesday in February. Uh, of course, Eric Cockle, the Dunkin' Dogs, they make a run in the NIT, finish third place. Kenneth Lofton Jr., how about that? He becomes a world right. phenomenon. No one, no one had a better summer than than him. No. No one. Not a soul. Not a soul. Dunkin' Dogs make a huge run. Then, on top of that, we also get the Diamond Dogs. They host a regional, and boy, was the new Love Shack just popping all spring into the middle of June. Uh, I mean, I, so I actually got to see Tabes in whatever month that was. April? What was that, June? I don't know. Yeah. May, but, June. Ben, you, my heart's still beating fast from that. The The most unbelievable tech sporting events that I've ever witnessed. I, I remember you, we talked about how we wish we could get on the radio and just you, talk about it. You had to move on from Father Abraham to your boy Dickerson now. <laughs> you know? Bound to be a new enemy. Yep, got a new enemy over in Hattiesburg. God. Just so many different things have happened over the last seven six months. Also got name, image, and likeness. How about that? A couple years too late because we, in college, we could have, have benefited. Yeah, Whack we... picture of the week, you telling me you wouldn't have got a Subway commercial from that? Not very possible. Very possible. At least, the, at least the radio station could have maybe thrown you something. Throw me a bone or two. Yeah, you're right. A lot has changed. Uh, Quinn just... says, what's a polar pop? Uh, Quinn. Gosh, you got to get out a little bit, Quinn. You go to the Shell Station, Circle K, uh, like and you a ninety-two. Bring a five-gallon bucket and a couple quarters, and you're good for the rest of the week, Quinn. Yes, you get the biggest pop you've ever got. There's nothing better. Shit, than there's no- a plug right there. That's a free plug. Ninety-two ounces yep. of Mountain Dew. Any wow. Circle K, Quinn. Hey, do we have a big show planned for tonight, or what? If I, you tell me. I'm gonna look at the. I'm gonna look at the schedule. No, I'm just kidding. We got Ben. We got because there's so much to talk about. Not even talking about the other sports at Tech that have gone on in the summer. The Bulldog football team has been busy. They have been fall camp. Uh, actually, last week of fall camp ongoing right now. The the, the managers have been busy swapping out nameplates. Yeah, adding how about additions. That? We got a couple transfers. Okay, I got to tell you this. I know we're gonna go through all. All the transfers Every that Tech added this offseason. I think they added 13 or 14 guys. But before we went on the air, I was looking at the number of transfers on Tech's roster. Now, this is walk-ons included, which there's a few walk-ons that have transferred in. But how many transfers do you think are a part of Tech's football program? Let's say there's about 100 players on the team. you saying like you know just on the team, not like yeah. playing, contributing? Twelve. 32 transfers. That's, this, that's, talking this year or total? Just total. Okay, total, yeah. It would be a larger yeah. number. I was thinking maybe 12 this year. Yeah, 13 this year. Oh, it's not a bad guess. Yeah, pretty good guess. Been doing your research. Are you? Is this is this like Sonny Dykes a little bit? I don't is know. Is Skip going a little Sunny-ish? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? It's nah. just, the, well, we got the transfer portal thing. COVID yeah. year. That yeah. has to had kicked, kicked it up a little Gotta bit. Gotta love the COVID year. But I, I think, you know, like you said, we'll get into it, but I, I think there's... There's more. I think it's been a while since Tech, a couple years since Tech's had this many playmakers that we're excited about transferring. You know, at some big time positions. I think this team's got a chance. 
I would say as we ended the year last year, looking at this year. We were a little nervous. Just a little nervous. A little nervous. Maybe a little easier to turn your attention to baseball. Possibly, yes. Knowing that this might be our ride. You know? not, not necessarily looking forward to spring practice no, back in no. February. Just riding that wave of baseball thinking, hey, this might be it for 2021 in the excitement column. But, Ben, coaches got to work. They did. Add 13 transfers. We'll break all those down. Uh, also going to take a look at the 2021 schedule as well. Uh, take a look at the three assistant coaches that Skip Holtz and his staff added. Uh, perhaps the... The premier segment of the show is coming up at 6.15. Uh, oh, Barstool Ben Mincy going to join us. Right, he's had a good a summer, too. Football. Yeah, he, does he ever have a bad summer? I think he would tell you a couple years ago he might have had a bad one. <laughs> Possibly. Ben, that, just all that guy's done for the South and for baseball and for Barstool. I figured there was no better way to kick yeah. off Bleed. I don't know how you did it, but I'm glad you did. I'm uh, glad Mincy's, Mincy's coming on. program. Unbelievable. Hopefully he could dish the podcast out to Portnoy. Yeah. This might be our last show in studio. I got to ask you this. And no, I'm not going down the route of the red helmets and how much you like them. I was reading the board today. I almost got fired up. There was some talk about the red helmets. There were. There were a few that liked the red helmets. Uh, Good to hear that you've learned your username. Yeah. Had a little trouble. Tapes. Forgot his username. No, I did not forget my username. I forgot my password. I was away from the computer. Ben asked me my new username, and I added a zero when there was yeah, no didn't zero. Yeah, those username tapes. Uh, great, great member of Bleed Tech Blue. But here's the best news of all. Guess what they've done to Joe I's Stadium in the last three weeks? Something we've been talking about for years. A sweet old power wash. And there's some that said, even may have come out of my mouth at one point, that it's not going to make that big of a difference. It made it a, made huge, a difference. huge difference. It looks fantastic. Uh, if you've driven by the Joe in the last six to eight days, I'm sure you've noticed. Also going to get a new paint job on the exterior and interior. Will well, look pretty we, sweet as well. I mean, this is Eric Wood, is it not? Uh, doing work. Thank you. Couldn't draw it up better myself. We can have a whole segment on well, Tyler the little things, Ben. <laughs> the could. little things that make because this. I mean, it's been eye opening to me just just talking to you and some others the past few years of stuff that I didn't really notice or didn't think was something that these schools did. But there's it makes such a big difference, and it how it looks on TV. Oh, dramatic difference. Uh, you know, I also got to ask you this. I got to go ahead and prepare myself mentally. Uh, so you know, we we mentioned we're going to talk the 2021 football schedule, correct? Mm, yes. Um, is this one of those years where you pick Tech 12 and 0? No, like you do I was every thinking year? about that on the way. I don't pick. I, I don't do that. <laughs> you do that. What is it? Not what is it? Not 10 and 2 every year is what you go for? Yeah, I. I, I you ha- there's I one t- game we're supposed I tend to lose. To be a little optimistic. This will be interesting. Oh, Joey Fresh, good to hear from you, pal. On the Fairway Carts text line, of course, you can get us 888-993-7762. Says, how about them dogs? Great to have you guys back. My lock of the year is Tech over four wins. Bet the farm, take out a loan, refi the home, it's money in the bank. My lock of the year is it's hot outside. Joey, come on, that's not a lock. That's easy money. That's easy money. That is very easy I think easy a, money. A, a week or two ago, the line was at, like over was five. It moved up to five and a half. Oh, is it all the way up to five? Well, and this a half? was this was this was last week. I haven't okay. checked this week, but 
when it came out in Vegas back in like oh Vegas May, didn't know they didn't know about our transfers oh uh, like they had to have just had their head somewhere that, else. I feel okay about my little slip. Oh yeah, over tell, tell back yeah, about it. Tell Tapes. me, Tapes. Yeah, I went over there, watched the fights, uh, the uh, Connor Cormier fight. Yep, yep. Twenty on the dogs to win the conference at I think plus twenty eight hundred. I'll spot you some money. <laughs> Tape's gonna be a rich man. Here five, five, five eighty back on a twenty dollars. Ain't bad. That's tapes. not bad. I'm feeling good about it. Not That's bad. That's not bad. I'm not gonna lie. Jo- I, I I don't care if Austin Kendall was here or not. Yeah, I think four wins is four was absurdly low. Yeah, f- five is uh you get to get in the five and six range. There's some no, game. Hey, that what? team that Tech had last year. Let's let's talk for a sec. That team that Tech put on the field last year in 2020, I get it, COVID, all that. We've all made the excuses. We've all discussed it ad nauseum. That team won five games. Mm-hmm. In two less regular season games than they're going to play this yeah. year. I agree. You don't got to, I agree. Like, I don't see how they ever set it at four. It was absurd. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, mind Yeah, Kendall's got nothing to do with that. No. no. That's that's at least six, seven wins. You throw J, you throw JD head out there, which you throw me out there, you probably win five. Hope he's been hitting the protein shakes. I mean, as long as the gout's not flaring up, I can hand the ball off. Exactly, Tabes. Exactly, Tabes out there. So, Joe, you're not wrong. Four wins is a lock, but I just think you're you're safe, my friend. You're safe, Joe. You fresh? Of course, you can get us on the fairway cards hotline or text line number triple eight. Nine nine three seven seven six two. Also, Beck got a little bleed tech blue promotion going on. Let's hear it. Uh, twenty dollars twenty one cents. <laughs> so, uh, what's something that's about twenty bucks these days? Not a tank of gas, that's for sure. Case of beer. No, oh, case of beer. A little twelve pack of beer. Get a year of bleed tech blue. Lay off the beer what? for a night. Get you a year of premium access, Bleed Tech Blue. BC's drinking a case in a night? Oh, tapes. Ain't no lightweight over here. 2021. That's $1.68 a month. That's a a steal. Beck, don't stop at Starbucks a couple times. That's all it takes. Anthony says, I got in on that four and a half over also, stealing money. Really is Anthony, still I money. hope you put an embarrassing amount of money on that. You know, my an embarrassing luck. large amount of money because my you're luck win. would be I'd put an embarrassing amount of money and like like half of Tech's team would like break their leg <laughs> <laughs> and I'd lose. All I guess money. there's always that. We never know what'll what'll happen if if all things go relatively normal. You're going to have injuries every year. The four and a half over the four over four and a half is a safe bet. It's a very safe bet, of course. But you can get us bleedtechblue.com, only 2021 for the entire year. Use the promo code BTB2021. Or go ahead, take our first time out when we come back. Ben Metz, Barstool Sports, will join us. We're talking college football. We're talking over-unders. If you got a question for Mincy, text us on the Fairway Cards hotline or text line. Number triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. Be right back after this. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. 
Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family of Ruston. You'll find eight of the leading brands. Chevrolet, Cadillac, Buick, GMC. On the South Service Road, exit 86. Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. On the North Service Road, exit 86. Both sides of I-20. Two pre-owned lots. Qualified service departments you can rely on. Shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com. The Courtesy Automotive Family in Ruston. Hey, y'all, this is Moose at Log Cabin Grill and Market. Here we give you a quick rundown of what we've got going on at the cabin. If you have a serious craving for barbecue, you need to get on down to the cabin for tasty brisket, pulled pork, barbecue dip, and more. And don't forget to try our brand new brisket tacos. It's our sliced brisket topped with lettuce, cheese, homemade pico de gallo, and jalapeno aioli. You can order online at logcabingrill.com or give us a call, 255-8023. Yes, we are experts. Just ask us. She spent 21 years at Baylor. She was at Louisiana Tech for 15 years 15, prior to that. Yep. How long does that fire burn? I mean, is she one that coaches until she's she seventy? Said, she said she didn't want to coach that. I think this is a six- or seven-year move. I can see her moving into administration, and I can see her daughter taking the role as the next head back. I wondered if her daughter would be a candidate at Baylor. Sports Talk 97.7. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Hayes, John Tabor live from the Sports Talk 97.7 studios. Let's go right to the hotline, Ben Metz, Barstool Sports. Howdy, sir, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Love, congrats to y'all getting back on the air, getting excited about another season of Bulldog football. And uh, Man, I don't know about y'all, just, just super excited. I know it's week zero this weekend, but no more Saturdays about college football in 2021, as my strength showed to me. That, that's that's kind of where I wanted to start with you first. Like We go through this this long lull of without football from February all the way up until now, and now that we've finally reached the end of it, like, this just seems like the pinnacle of life during football season every year. It, it does. And, man, this is my first full one for Barstool. I mean, last year I moved up here in November, kind of in the middle of it. So, uh, man, I just can't really be more excited. And we, the Barstool Sportsbook went live in New Jersey today. We've got a new gambling house in Hoboken, New Jersey. That's like a five-minute walk from my new place. It's going to be a great, great football season for sure. And I wanted to ask you, how cool is it? Obviously, you moved up there in November, start working for Barstool, and now Barstool's sponsoring a bowl game. It's kind of cool, and I know me and Beck have talked a lot about it off the air, about the different avenues that Barstool's really started to entrench themselves in the sporting world and make themselves their name. Uh, Not that they weren't a national name before, but when you start getting your cell phone a bowl game and some of these type things, I know that has to be pretty cool for you guys as well. 
Yeah, it's amazing. I'm just, I feel like I'm getting in here at the exact right time. I mean, every day there's a new huge announcement, whether it be, a, you know, now live in seven states, and you mentioned the bowl game, and we just bought the $2 million app to score uh, from Canada. And it's, it's literally crazy. I can't even keep up with all the news. I've never, the ambition of the company just blows me away. I can't wait to spend my New Year's out in Arizona, too, uh, for the bowl game, because the entire company's going. So, uh, that, that should be a lot of fun. And, man, just really ready to get this thing, just get this thing going. I'm hosting the fantasy football pod, still doing a lot of stuff with Pick Central and gambling and, you know, gonna be doing tons of college football and NFL. And just like, just like UBC, can't wait to get this thing started. And, you know, excited to see what's gonna happen with Tech this fall. Because the disrespect from Vegas this year is crazy. When you look at the level of consistency Tech's had under Skip Holtz, and they had missed the bowl game since his first year in 2014. And I know they backtracked a little bit last year. Certainly that bowl game performance in New Orleans was uh, not one to write home about. A lot of it had to do with the quarterback instability last year. They kept going between Aaron Allen and Luke Anthony. But, you know, from the reports I'm hearing, it seems like they found something in Austin Kendall this year, and Tech fans should be excited. Well, and that's kind of where I wanted to go. You talk about Tech, and we had a couple of Techs in the first segment uh, about that over-under at like four and a half. And I know those numbers sometimes come out so early, and they don't know a whole lot about a roster. But do you think some of those betting odds, and not just specifically to Louisiana Tech, a lot of that could do in such an odd year from last year, not sure how much we learned. Plus, all these teams in college football in 2021, they're just returning so much production. And so it's hard to see a Louisiana Tech team that struggled so much in 2020 get better in 2021. Well, I mean, I guess so. I think a lot of it has to do with uh, – I feel like people overrate bowl games a lot. Tech got just blown out in that bowl game. And so maybe that has something to do with it. But to put the over under four wins, I mean, I'm kind of, I mean, I would feel a little insulted. When you look at, I mean, Tech, you know, they always have athletes on defense. You know, I don't know. I'm really excited about the Austin Kendall thing. And the schedule's not easy. I mean, you certainly, Mississippi State and NC State are both real tough non conference. But Conference USA, I know there's a few good teams, but, you know, I went through the schedule and, it, you know, I it, it look. I thought they would win at least six. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Uh, you talk the disrespect is one thing. I, I don't really mind it because I plan I plan to capitalize. You're a betting <laughs> guy, Mincy. I know I know you can understand that. But they, like I, I'm with you. I look across this. I see five. Pretty sure maybe six, possibly seven. If we get lucky, Mincy. I what do you? I mean, do you see this kind of discrepancy across other teams? Or like you said, the bowl games do play a big role. But are you seeing it across any other? schools in uh in college yeah, I football? thought the tech one was the I, I thought the tech one was the one that stood out the most i took a bunch of so we've been doing win total wednesday on pick central and i've had a few of them but the tech one was the one of the ones that stood out i had to triple check it stanford <laughs> uh cardinal is there the stanford's is four two and so when i saw that that kind of maybe it was a little surprising but uh I, I put enough on tech to where i mean what i did was i took the over four pretty big to where It'll hopefully cash in early December, and I'm going to treat that as my Christmas bonus. That's kind of the <laughs> thought. Go. Hey, good stuff. i got to ask you about this. I was looking at some different over-unders across the country, and one that I thought was a little too high was Auburn at seven a, seven and a half. just when you consider yeah. how good the SEC is, plus it being Brian Harson's first year. Yeah, I, I'm on that one. That was, I'm on Auburn. I had it at seven. I took the under. they got to go to Penn State non-conference. 
and then they got to play Georgia, obviously, like they do every year in the East. And so their schedule is pretty dang. I mean, they had three pretty weak non-conference games. But, I mean, for you to push, they got to go. I mean, to lose, they got to go five. You know, let's assume that, that if they win at Penn State, that would be, be huge, huge for that yeah. total. But I got questions about Brian Harson. Yeah. You know, I know he still won at Boise. But, man, all he did was take over from Peterson. He's from Idaho. I don't know if he has any SEC ties. I'll be honest, I don't like the Mike Bobo offensive coordinator hire at all. You know, we've seen plenty of him. And Bo Nix is still the quarterback. Man, but Auburn really screwed up when they let Malik Willis go to Hugh Freeze oh, and Liberty. You know, I feel like that ended up costing Miles on his job, to be honest. Um, but I don't know, man. I'm not as big on Auburn this year. I mean, I think that, I'm not saying they'll be horrible, but I, I could see a six-win season. I, I went under on them, and I went under on Florida, too, uh, this year. What was Florida's over-under? Obviously, they're breaking in a new quarterback as well with Emory Jones. They're nine, but they lost, man, Kyle, I mean, not just losing trash, but Kyle Pitts and Tony are both, you know, top number four and 20 picks. Their defense, while I expected to improve this year, it kind of cratered last year. So, I mean, you look at Florida's schedule, I mean, they got to go to LSU. They play Bama, comes to Gainesville this year, and they play Georgia. I mean, I just assume they lose those three. And then if they trip up in any more, whether it be Missouri or Kentucky or Florida State or you know, whatever. I don't know. I, I just I thought under nine was a good play on that on that one. So uh, that was one of the ones I was on. I want to ask you, how are the Rebels looking this year? Obviously, Kiffin back for year two. Uh, Matt Corral at quarterback. You have to figure they'll be pretty dynamic offensively. No, I feel good about it. The over under for Ole Miss is seven and a half. Uh, I really like Ole Miss to beat the brakes off of Louisville week one in Atlanta. Uh, I don't think this Louisville team is good at all. Their defense sucks. Malik Cunningham doesn't take care of the football. They regressed a lot last year. There's a lot of weird stuff going on with Scott Satterfield. He was flirting with South Carolina job. Uh, but as far as Ole Miss goes, the rest of the year, man, it really just comes down to, you know, if the guy, if the team stays healthy, I think they can win eight or nine, but you still don't have that second and third team depth on Ole Miss that a lot of these other SEC teams have, especially coming off the probation years in 17, 18, and 19 under, before Kiffin was there. And so a lot of it's just going to be health-related. But the upside of people do stay healthy uh, is tremendous. And, I mean, I, I, I think eight or nine wins is very, very possible. But, like I said, it's just hard to know how they're going to do with the injury bug. I think Corral will be great. Jaron Ely is one of the top running backs in the country. He's a complete game-breaker. The offensive line almost led SEC in rushing last year. I never thought that would happen in my entire life. <laughs> I didn't even realize Ever. That. <laughs> Ever. 270 years. Yeah. I mean, so the offense feels great. I think the defense, you know, you're trying to improve from like 125th to 70th radius, and I think that's very doable. Otis Reese, the defensive back transfer from Georgia, played in the Egg Bowl. He didn't get eligible until before the Egg Bowl, but he made a huge difference in the Egg Bowl, the Outback Bowl against Indiana. Uh, they got top pass rusher Sam Montgomery decided to come back. Uh, they got, they've got a Maryland transfer, Chance Campbell linebacker they're excited about. I mean, look, there's nowhere to go but up after last year, boys. And so, uh, that, that, like, if they can just improve from like 125th to 80th of the top 10 offense, I think it'd be a really good year. And if all else fails, man, so you just get Tim Elko to come switch sports and just be a hero over on the, on the, uh, the football team. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm so pumped that uh, he, boy, uh, that he's coming back for another year. <laughs> I can't believe that. I know him and Kevin, the Ole Miss baseball man. They're gonna score a freaking ton of runs next year. That's for sure. So, and I want to comment on that too. How much I enjoyed BC. I know 
man, that Tech baseball season was, was such fun. a treat to follow, even from up here in New York. I mean, I followed as close as I could, and it was just so special to see Rustin get that regional and that place packed out for those games and just Conference USA tournament, the, the, combat, the, the, the two Southern Miss games that day that were just so insane. Uh, that was just a real special thing for Tech, and I want to make sure I mention it. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, of course, we saw you at the Love Shack that one night as well. Last thing before we get out of here, uh, LSU over under, uh, was it eight and a half, I believe, that I've seen in some Yeah, points. I like them. I like them more than most. I think I think rumors that the miles are greatly exaggerated. I like what I saw out of Max Johnson down the stretch last year against Florida and Ole Miss. They made a huge mistake starting Finley over him. I mean, they really could have salvaged more of that year if they would have gone Max to start with. Uh, he, he, you know, Brad John, you know, NFL quarterback son, good head on his shoulders. Uh, really, just like what I saw there. Butte, I mean, he had over 300 yards, set the SEC record against Ole Miss in that monsoon. I think he's really good. And you know, the, they they just oh really bombed the Scott Linehan and Sweeney hires mm-hmm. last year. I mean, they were you couldn't have really made two worse hires. Uh, you got to think going to Joe Jake Pete, uh, Joe Brady's guy on offense isn't going to hurt. Uh, Durante Jones, a lot of unknowns about him, former Vikings DB coach, but not a bad place to start with Derek Stingley and Elias Ricks. And uh, LSU's got the O line and D line weren't great last year by any means, but they are returning a lot. So I'm kind of thinking bounce back season for LSU nine and three. I think it's going to be pretty good. All right, Mincy, one question. I want to put you on the spot, but as far as the Louisiana game, oh, you're good. Um, can you tell us, give us an update on come, one- uh, Louisiana? Hey, coming, coming in October. By the way, I'm here, and uh, the, the sports books, uh, look, you know, they're, they're, it looks like October. We're gonna so, have it. So, will that be like just in casino? Or are we talking the apps as well? Uh, just casinos for October. I think the Barstool app we're shooting for 2022 is what I'm hearing. 20. But nice. you know, for Penn. no, we own. Hey, Margaritaville, Bozier, is Barstool <laughs> and Penn. As is LaBear's Baton Rouge and Lake Charles. So we got some pretty dang good properties. And, you know, I, I can't lie. I mean, the return to market, the, the return shows at the sports book in Bozier, that's 80 yards from my old radio studio. That's going to be something on, some, on, the, on the return street board at some point. That's right. So they're working hard to get it up and running as quick into football season as possible. And you'll be able to go to casinos and place bets in Louisiana, which will be fun. Because right now you have to go to Vicksburg or whatever. Yeah. Good stuff, Mitchie. We appreciate it, buddy. We'll talk soon. Yeah, man. Let me know. Uh, I'd like to come back. Let me know when I can come back on. And uh, man, I hope y'all. You know, I hope y'all y'all cause some problems and start on week one. That's hey, for we'll, sure. we'll see. We'll see if we can turn the pirate uh, a little bit sideways. Yeah, sounds good. Well, thank y'all for having me on. Look forward to following another year of Week Tech Blue. Talk thank to you me. later, Ben Mintz, Barstool Sports, joining us on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. How many? How many different betting odds do you think Ben Mintz evaluates in a day? Oh, I mean, that's Thousands. a large part of his job. The thing about Barstool Sportsbook is is how, I mean, you can bet on anything. Oh, yeah. You can bet on betting. Yeah. On betting. <laughs> ben, it's, it's that, and that's, you know, the what I would be excited about coming to Louisiana is just the different, all the different things you can do and all the different creative ways that you can entertain yourself while watching a game and betting on coin flip, color, Gatorade, whatever. You can Bring bet on how much a guy's going to get in NIL money. Can you? I don't know. No way. <laughs> Mike can. That just feels like it'd be pretty easy to tamper with. <laughs> yeah. If you're the car dealership about to get, <laughs> make a bet, you can place a little futures bet and make you some return. <laughs> All right, what you want to get to when we get back? We're going to talk transfers. 
Let's talk transfers. Let's get to know the uh, the team and uh, talk about who you think is going to make a difference this year. Yeah, we'll take a look at the transfers Louisiana Tech has added this offseason. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Be right back after this. Uncommon. How would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to Bimble Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go, dogs. Bimble Motors in Arcadia. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, Make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics, plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Looking for a way to get involved, to volunteer, and invest in our local community? You won't find any better than the United Way of Northeast Louisiana. The United Way is committed to creating lasting community change in the areas of education, health, and financial stability. If you're interested in getting involved, visit unitedwaynela.org today. The United Way fights for education, health, and financial stability of every person living in Northeast Louisiana. So get involved today. Go online at unitedwaynela.org. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Car Top Line, 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes. John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Of course, you can text us, 888-993-7762. Beck, you know, we, we've talked a lot about the transfer portal. And it, it, at this point, let's be honest for a sec, like the transfer portal is not a new thing per se. No, but it's got it's spiced up a little bit. Exactly. Uh, of course, the free transfer rule goes into place, whereas... That was before COVID, right? No, that was this off season. Okay. Uh, you now get one free transfer. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You don't have to sit. You go transfer anywhere you want. You can play right away. And we've seen Skip Holtz and his staff, they've done a good job over the years at adding different pieces in different spots, uh, whether it be quarterback with Driscoll and Cody Sokol, uh, some of those guys. They've added Houston Bates on the defensive line. Uh, there, there's been some other spots as well, Teddy Veal receiver. But I think now the transfer portal is, I don't think you're going to see 25-man high school classes anymore. And I think we saw the beginning of that this offseason. Louisiana Tech has added 
13 transfers. They only signed 10 or 11 guys back in February. Mm -hmm. And, yes, I get the argument it does hurt the high school kids, but it's happening all over the country. It's what the free transfer rule did. It's kind of what the, I'm not going to say the media wanted, but that was kind of the popular thing to give the, the kids, the and I say this in quotes, the freedom. Right. So you're going to get guys that you have some game film on as opposed to... Well, yeah, I mean, you're... You're like, not going to take a risk on a high school guy. You're going to take a risk on a guy that you've seen got some college games under his belt. Well, especially when you're Tech, you're 5-5 five and five a year ago, and it was brutal. I mean, you're wanting to get some guys in here that can play right away. Right. And so you look at what Tech added this offseason. This is crazy when you think about it. One quarterback, mm-hmm. three running backs, one receiver, three offensive linemen, one defensive lineman, two corners... One safety, one kicker punter. You added at every level on both sides of the ball except for linebacker. And one off season. We got grubs. What else you need? All you need. All you need's grubs. We'll talk about grubs later in the show. But you gotta get my point though. Like you could put your roster back together in a hurry through this transfer portal if you add the right pieces. So how much of that is, is, you know, like Austin Kendall? Like he's someone that without the COVID year, he's he's working a job. Exactly. So next year, well, I guess it'd be three years before this COVID year has like worked its way through the system. Yeah. Does it slow down or does it stay I don't think transfer it slows heavy? down. I think the only thing it possibly slows down is once a kid does transfer once, he's not going to transfer it again. Because you got to sit the second time. Okay. But I do think that, like, I don't think the numbers will change. If that's what, like, I don't think the numbers were ballooned this year that much because of the COVID year. Now there was there's probably an extra hundred or two hundred guys, but there's also like seven hundred guys that are still in the portal that haven't found a spot. You know what I'm saying? So like, just because you go in the portal doesn't mean you find a spot. <laughs> but looking at the different pieces that Louisiana Tech added. Uh, we'll start with Austin Kendall, the quarterback, uh, native of North Carolina. How about that? Started his career at Oklahoma. Uh, backed up. Uh, oh, tough. He walked into a tough QB room. It was tough. Couple of Heisman winners. Baker Mayfield. Back to back. Kyler Murray. Uh, oh, you're going to get a chance I to mean, start after Kyler? Well, here comes Jalen Hurts. <laughs> and then the Rattler. And then the Rattler. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's a that's it's almost comical how good, how they, good they were. And he walked in. I mean, honestly, honestly, props to the coaches for getting him there. Seriously. I mean, what do you got to promise this kid? Hey, we got a couple guys under six foot. You'll be fine. <laughs> Psych. Back to back Heisman winners. <laughs> so I mean, seriously, what no, do you do? No, I agree. And then he goes to West Virginia after leaving Oklahoma. Started at West Virginia, I believe, nine games in 2019. Ultimately ends up being benched at the end of that year. Plays a backup role last year in 2020. Comes off the bench, wins the game for the Mountaineers in the Liberty Bowl. Uh, then had some options this offseason after entering the portal. South Carolina, Clemson, App State. A couple other programs are in the mix. Says, nah, forget it. I'm going to go work in the real world. Oh, but wait, here comes Skip Holtz. I'm going to go play for the Dogs. The Skipper. And let me tell you something. 
I've watched Austin Kendall for about 20 days now. He can spin the football. A little bit of a difference. He's got some talent. And, you know, here's – I was thinking today, if, if had he not had that comeback victory in the bowl game, I think there would have still been some general interest. But would he – I mean, maybe for him it was big confidence. Maybe for some schools it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because, you know, he didn't play it. He yeah. played about half the season at West Virginia. This past year he didn't play much yeah. at all. Yeah, okay. So he comes in and well, if he, erases an 11-point deficit. Well, and it's very possible that if he doesn't come back in that bowl game, does he even want to play anymore? Or does that kind of light your relight the I, fire? That's what I'm saying. I think it relit the fire. Very possible. It's all stars aligning, BC. Now he's in Ruston. Looking at the running back position, Marcus Williams transfer from Appalachian State. Uh, Williams was here for the spring. Uh, Going to be a stud. Keon Henry Brooks transfer from Vanderbilt. If you haven't watched Keon Henry Brooks on film yet, uh, he put up 125 yards a game in the SEC last year. So that's... Catching and running. Yes, combined. Not too shabby. Not, again, in the SEC, on a pretty terrible team. On the worst team probably in the history of college football. Hey, don't take that away from UMass, okay? All right, sorry. <laughs> uh, but Henry Brooks, six foot two, 207 pounds. Like, he's a, he's, he's a rock back there at running back now. Going to play some ball. Him and Marcus Williams are going to be, and I said this back in the summer, they got a chance to be a top ten running back duo in the was, country. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you know, aside from the, the the Kendall get, I mean, he's that's obviously a, a big shining point. You're as excited about this running back room. Oh, they're as, awesome. You know, there's there's four running backs. They're a far cry from Hindi. Uh, the the depth is is you're saying all four are going to get. I mean, they're the depth is insane. There's five that could play. When's the last time Tech had never five, exactly not five. We've had some workhorses. We've had some big stars. We haven't had five. We've had Kenneth Dixon and Boston Scott. That's your guy. That's my guy. Also, third running back added Kevin Dominique out of from Grambling. He's a walk-on. He started his career at Ball State. Uh, he'll probably play special teams early on, but he's another guy that can really tote the rock if need be. Uh, Beck mentioned UMass. Actually, add a we receiver, got a receiver from UMass, Samuel Emelis. The old Canadian the sensation. Old Canadian. He's really good, too. You're excited. He has impressed me. Uh, not going to be a guy that starts outside at receiver, but he'll play a role. Uh, really, really strong hands. Uh, really big physical receiver. Uh, probably 210 pounds. Uh, mm. but he'll be a guy that can help offensively. He has two years of eligibility remaining. Looking at the offensive line, needed to add a little bit. Uh, on you the better line. make me excited right now. Make me excited. All right, we'll start with Chris Fournier, another Canadian, coming to us from the Ivy League, Lehigh University. Chris Fournier is going to start at right tackle for the Dogs <laughs> in 2021. Uh, Chris is a fifth-year senior. Uh, so what are you as a fifth-year senior? I should know this. About 22, 23? 20, yeah, yeah, 22, maybe. Looks about 34, 35. Does he? Yeah, a little aged. A little mature. A little aged in the old hair region. A little salt and pepper? Or uh, lack of? Lack of. Okay. No, a little hey. balding action. Hey, nothing wrong with More that. More power to him. More power to uh, him. Was actually drafted into the Canadian Football League draft this past summer. Tell you what, that skipper, he can pull him, can he? Pull My the gosh. draft pick in here. Also got... Kelton Hollins from TCU, slated to start at right guard. Zachary, Louisiana native. 
uh, started, I believe, 12 games in his TCU career. Okay. Then Samuel Williams from ULM. Uh, we mentioned him back in February. He was actually here for spring practice. Uh, he'll play guard and tackle. He's probably that sixth offensive lineman off the bench for the Bulldogs. <laughs> Shifting over to the defensive side of the ball. Rashid Lyles, Jackson State. Coach Prime wasn't good enough for Rashid Lyles. <laughs> we got to get him on to ask about it. <laughs> we might need to. I bet he would say Coach Prime's a little disorganized. But uh, Rashid Lyles play a role up front on the defensive line. Uh, cornerback Balin Buchanan, transfer from Tennessee, uh, has been out the last couple years with injuries. But I said this back in February when he committed. He's going to be top four or five corner in conference USA. Really? He's Excited really about good. It. His dad played in the NFL, Ray Buchanan. Uh, his brother's a really highly rated recruit. Uh, right now, it's been offered by LSU, Virginia, and a few others. So, uh, good pedigree in that family. Elijah Hamilton, uh, cornerback out of out of Vanderbilt. Uh, he's probably the third corner right now. Uh, about 6'2", 210 pounds, real physical outside. Miles Mason's a safety from Arkansas. Uh, physical box safety, tackles really well. Played a ton at Arkansas. I uh, was really looking for more of a starting role. Uh, will he get that chance at Tech? We'll see, but he's a good addition. And then finally, uh, kicker punter Cesar Barajas from Southern. I mean, he's got a name. You he's got a boot. Does he? If you watch him, you know how you watch an NFL kicker kick like a, 40, a 45-yard field goal and it goes would have been good from like 70? Yeah, that's what that's we're how saying he here. Like he kicks the ball so hard on field goals. How's, but he's not. How's the accuracy? I was going to say not how's taking the, Baby Barnes' spot. <laughs> uh, Barajas will probably handle the kickoff duties along with the punting duties. Don't ever discount Baby Barnes. You can't. You can't. He's got the pedigree. He does have the pedigree. It's no doubt about it. So this, this job that the, you know the, the specialist room is going to be by committee a little bit, maybe possibly. I'll say this: all thirteen of these transfers. And you don't get to say this very often, but I really, truly believe Tech hit on all of them. That's big time. Yeah. Let me ask you this real quick before we go to break. If you're a kicker, do you want multiple responsibilities, or do you want just tell me my one thing? Or do you? Uh, if you're a kick, do you want do you want field goals? Do you want kickoff? Do you want punting? You want all three, or you want one, maybe two? I'd take kickoff and kick place kicking if I was a kicker. I just wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to be a kicker and a punter. No. That seems a little too might wear on the old the old leg a little bit. Okay. Might need might cause a little amputation if you know what I'm saying. Might get a little tired by week eight. Okay. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Take a look at this twenty twenty one schedule. Give you some of our thoughts. Maybe give you some of our predictions. You're listening Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Be right back after this. 
and near North Louisiana weather. For tonight, we will have partly cloudy skies. Lows will be 75. Wednesday, we're going to have a slight chance some showers and thunderstorms after 1 in the afternoon. Mostly sunny and hot. We're going to have our highs going at 97, but that heat index value is going to kick in. It's going to feel like it's 110. Wednesday night, mostly clear skies. Lows in the mid-70s. Thursday, another slight chance some showers and thunderstorms after 1 in the afternoon. Sunny and hot once again. Highs will be 95. I'm Tori Hart on Sports Talk 97.7. At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the Uncommon Bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. Place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family of Ruston. You'll find eight of the leading brands: Chevrolet, Cadillac, Buick, GMC on the South Service Road, Exit 86; Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram on the North Service Road, Exit 86. Both sides of I-20. Two pre-owned lots. Qualified service departments you can rely on. Shop 24/7 online at buycourtesy.com. The Courtesy Automotive Family in Ruston. All the scores, all the plays, all the playmakers. We will rewind the week in high school football Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on the High School Football Rewind Show presented by the University Inc. Tattoo. This is Mark Kramer. Join me and Terry Waldrop as we break down what happened in high school football. Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for the High School Football Rewind presented by the University Inc. Tattoo on your home for sports in North Louisiana, 97.7. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards hotline, 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, B.C. Beck Haynes. Enjoy the text coming in, 888-993-7762. Beck, you've had a chance to look at the old schedule. Yes, I have. You think it's a tough one? What what are your thoughts? I think listen, you're gonna. Honest. I mean, I'll be honest, Ben. It's enough for me to keep up with Tech. Do I keep up with the other schools in Conference USA? Not so much. Okay. Do you really care about anybody I in do, Conference USA? I do care about the Bulldogs. Oh, but it would to- help if you would shine a little light on the rest of the Conference USA schools. Then I will give you my prediction. <laughs> no, I'm not. But I will tell you this: eight thirty p.m. Saturday night. Got a barn burner in Conference USA. An absolute barn burner. So Rice and Old Dominion. UTEP (laughs) travels to New Mexico State. What channel is it on? Flow Football. Flow. UTEP's a nine-point road favorite. Are we taking the Aggies to cover? Everybody's just, you, okay. Here, you got to be careful with these first games of the year. They're a little tricky. They are tricky. You can you can win big, but you can lose. Hey, could, I heard about somebody that lost one time. At, back after last year, I got to be a little careful. We got we got excited last year. BC got a little dicey. Couldn't 
no fans, so you had to spice it up a little bit. In your own maybe, way. Maybe, maybe we reached. Maybe we reached a little bit. I'll say this about Tech's schedule. I don't love the opening five games, all right? At Mississippi State, going to be a tough one in Davis-Wade. 3 p.m. kickoff. Be about 90 degrees. A little toasty. Oh, my gosh. Hey, do you do we need to talk about the Grambling game last year at 2 p.m.? Oh, we will, just a sec. Okay, all right. Then week two, 9-11, the 20-year anniversary. Better we'll get a sweet flyover for that I was going to say, we better get a good flyover. Southeastern comes to town. Tech will win the game, but Southeastern to top 25 FCS team. Cole Kelly, don't know if you know him, Arkansas transfer. Also, guess who coaches at Southeastern? You'll love this. The old uh, Southern Miss guy? No. Oh, that was a good guess, though, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Your boy Ross Jenkins. No. Yeah. He's back? Believes he's the old special teams coordinator for the Lions. Wow, he's taking a long time to get to that point. All right, here's, your, here's <laughs> where your grambling reference comes to light. September 18th, Tech will host the Fighting Sunny Dykes and SMU. Oh, at 2.30. At 2.30. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping September 18th is a little cooler than September 4th. I'm hoping we're getting some thunderstorms. Hey, why do they give us the 2.30 games, Ben? We got another one in October. Can only thank... No, we don't. That's it. Yeah, we do. But can only thank the old TV networks for that one. I feel I I really do feel for the for Mississippi State and Louisiana Tech playing at three on September fourth. It's supposed to be eighty eight. It's supposed to be the temperature. That's how not do you terrible. know the temperature that far in advance? Uh, it's only eleven days out. Isn't that what you said in the open? It's called be a meteorologist. Hey, right, welcome to the show, Austin Kendall, going to Starkville. He he will be in Starkville, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So after the SMU game, which Two of those three are pretty difficult to open. You have another home game with North Texas before you travel to NC State the first weekend in October. But that first five-game stretch could be tough. Two and three is all right. I'd say two and three is all right. But if it's going to be a special year, it's got to be three. Got to be three and two. SMU game is the swing game. SMU, you're not thinking North Texas. You think in no, North Texas is strong? North Texas can kick rocks. We're going to beat them. So you're saying Southeastern SMU and North Texas are the are the wins? You need you need a win. NC State's pretty salty. NC State's pretty salty. Uh, funny story. So I did these bleed take blue quick takes. <laughs> um, you know, throughout the summer leading right, up to fall right, camp. Right. Just like a brief preview of each opponent. And I put uh, in my one of my tweets, is NC State a sleeper for the college football playoff? Call now, a little publicity for it. Did you? Oh, people were hating on OBC for saying that. Really? I said NC State's a pile of you-know-what. No. So they don't ever come close to a playoff. And I'm like, guys, like, There sorry. goes your credibility. Yeah, apparently out so. Out the window. you got to be careful what you put out in the Twitterverse. Oh, man. So either way, Ben, the first five games, like you said, could be tough. Then we get a little bye week. Yeah, yeah. And then we go in. Oh, I'll be out of town on that bye week, yep. I'll run the show myself. Me and Taves will do it. Yeah, y'all take care of it. 
And then we get into the the miners, the roadrunners. All right, the lo- oh no, lock of the year. I've had a lock of the year. Which the last one's two worse, years. UTEP or UTSA? I've had two lock of the years. Last two years, 2019 Southern Miss. I was right. Last year was beating UAB. That was a little dicey, but we got it done. This year, UTSA on homecoming. Lock of the year. UTSA is the darling of Conference USA. Oh, Jeff Trailer, the triangle of 210 or some crap like that, whatever their ringtone is down there in San Antonio. And they went 7-5 and five last year, and this year their quarterback's going to win the Heisman, and their running back's going to be the runner-up, and all this stuff. They were 7-5 and five last year, and they went 4-0 and oh in games decided by three points or less. Oof. Ain't happening again. No. Caught a little bit of luck. Dogs are going to beat the Roadrunners. That's my lock of the year. It's a home game. We better beat them. It's homecoming. October. How's, how's Old Dominion look? No, I hadn't won a football game in... Oh, they only played, what, two, three games last year? Didn't play any. They didn't play... That's right. Yeah. They're better than CUSA. They're going to be a little rusty, Ben. A little bit. A little bit. November the 6th. A little pre-Thanksgiving matchup in Birmingham. Pre... I mean, real pre. We got two more games before we... (laughs) So that's the pre-pre-pre-Thanksgiving. Yeah. UAB inside a new stadium in Birmingham. Their stadium's called protective stadium i don't know maybe they can protect us all uh, 11 a.m kick at, at the Ooh. old blazers uh then november 13th the charlotte 49ers come to town mm. don't know if trey lance will be a oh, wrong 49ers probably won't be a quarterback november 19th little friday night football southern miss golden eagles friday night Remember Anthony that's, to Bear hey, for the win. Hey, hey, that's your pre-Thanksgiving game right there. Hey, Anthony to Bear for the win. You remember that one? I watched it. it. Somebody tweeted the other day. I watched it probably 40 times. You remember that Southern Miss coach that coached against us last year? Yeah. What that's was his name? Scotty Walden. Scotty He was fired up, and then after they called it a catch, he was like, oh, you know what? And then he was like, all right, we got 12 seconds. Let's win this game. And, you know, it didn't happen, but. Yeah, he didn't last too long. Now, a couple he, more games. Yeah. <laughs> Had a lot of energy. Big rah-rah guy. Maybe he should strength coach, maybe? Big, he's a strength coach. Big rah-rah guy. Close out the regular season. All right, I know somebody that doesn't like rah-rah guys. You. Good friend of the program, Sutton. <laughs> yeah, not a big rah-rah Not a rah-rah guy. Not a big rah-rah guy. Close out the season, November 27th. Uh, eat your Thanksgiving dessert in Houston. <laughs> against the Rice Owls. That's a 12 p.m. kickoff. Uh, that'll be a snoozer watching yeah, that we'll rice. Turn offense. that off about one o'clock when we're up by forty. All uh, right, let's give. Let me get. Let's give you the rundown. You tell me win loss. Uh, probably not going to have any draws. <laughs> all right, at Mississippi State. Just a little early, you know. Got too too many transfers in. Too many new guys. We're not going to be just super gelled yet. A tough game really to try to get gelled. Would like to be playing like a Rustin High. You know. Love the breakdown, Orlovsky. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with an L on that one, but it, uh, but I hope it's closer than than it uh, than we may think it is. Week two, Southeastern at home. Well, I'm pretty confident that's gonna be a W. But like you said, they're a top ten. Yeah, they're pretty good. FCS program. It's we gonna got, be a hey, 65 48. Hey, we've lost game. one at home before. In that situation, yeah. Then maybe send some fireworks off. Yeah, I remember it. Northwestern. Let's not do that. 
September 18th, SMU in the Joe. Man, you know, Ben, like you said, this is going to be the swing game. It's a swing game. Are we fans if we're not maybe slightly over-optimistic? That's a great point. Because I want – with the old – the fighting Sonny Dykes. It's his first time back here since he left. I'd love to beat him. Kobe Camp's coming home! We got we to gotta get him on the show, right? The week before, we got – We're going to try to get him on. We're going to try to get him on. Yeah. I'll call Got Ben, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go a dub here because I'm I'm real wishful. Skip's gonna get the guys ready. He's gonna tell them there's a little extra juice on this one. Yeah, it's got to be said, a do little, it for me. There's a little more do on the line. Do it for me. A little more on the line. Last time we played SMU, everybody on the team scored a touchdown in a Twice. ball game. So <laughs> Twice. Might as well. So you're giving a take the dub. I'm gonna yeah, but I'm it's I'm putting some some good juju out there. That's All right, week four, North Texas. We gotta have it. Gotta have it, Ben. All right, at NC State. Gonna just give it our best shot before the bye week. You know, probably gonna drop that one. All right, at UTEP. Gotta have that one too. That's a that's the lock of the century. That's an 8 p.m. kick. That's gonna be a uh, late game's gonna be show, over at 8:50. <laughs> October 23rd, UTSA. Oh, I jumped ahead. Yeah, that one's, we got to have that one too. Um, if you don't win the conference, you got to beat UTSA. Yeah, that that's going to be a. At that, Old Dominion, October 30th. I've got no respect for the Monarchs, I'm going to be honest with you, Ben. Nobody, anybody that doesn't want to play football. You may can tell you why I don't have here. much respect for them. You want to hear the name of their stadium? <laughs> Cornblow Field at SB Ballard Stadium. That's a dead gum tongue twister if I ever That's heard. It's enough of it. to keep you from being the PA guy. At t- UAB. <laughs> ben, this one scares me a little bit. UAB. It's always kind of, a concern. Yeah, yeah, the UAB and Southern Miss have kind of risen. I believe Tech hadn't won at UAB since 2014. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's one we drop. All right. At home versus Charlotte, I think that's a dub. W. Yeah. Home versus Southern Miss. Oh, w. We. We might be their daddies. Yeah. And then at Rice. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that, you're a here we here we go being all optimistic again. No, man. you're no listen. You went nine and three. I think that's probably That's where, a top end we played good. I think that's probably I I, I think the ceiling's I went probably, nine and three. Yeah, I think the ceiling for this team is probably ten and two. I probably lean towards eight and four, maybe nine and three right now. What game do we drop? We drop the the Southern Miss game. Is that what you think? I don't know. I just think that you probably like like we've seen it t- year after year. Like you stub your toe against your team, you probably shouldn't have stubbed your toe against. You go back to last year's like the UTSA game. Yeah, that always makes me nervous. You remember the UTSA game last year? You're up twenty six thirteen. Late third quarter, you're driving. Powell drops the ball in the middle of the field with nobody around him, and then you lose by a point. And yeah. it's like, holy cow, we win that game. Somehow we win Conference USA West Division. I know. But you're like, we weren't me. even that good. Yeah, I know. But you know what I'm saying? Like, It just feels like there's some game in there that you end up dropping. I, I think Rice is probably a tricky game after Thanksgiving. Uh, boring offense to play against. They limit your possessions. You know, there's always a game, but I lean towards eight, four, nine, and three. I can't believe we picked nine and three again. <laughs> I thought for sure this would be six. And y- year one, <laughs> I picked eleven and one, so it's okay. Gosh, we're gonna get ripped for that. That's all right. We can wear it. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. I want to play a little rapid fire with Beck Haynes.
Listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio on Sports Talk 97.7. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, y'all, this is Moose at Log Cabin Grill and Market, here to give you a quick rundown of what we've got going on at the cabin. If you have a serious craving for barbecue, you need to get on down to the cabin for tasty brisket, pulled pork, barbecue dip, and more. And don't forget to try our brand new brisket tacos. It's our sliced brisket topped with lettuce, cheese, homemade pico de gallo, and jalapeno aioli. You can order online at logcabingrill.com or give us a call, 255-8023. Hey Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with Bimble Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to Bimble Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go dogs. Bimble Motors in Arcadia. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Car Hotline, 888-993-7762. Oh, it's BC, Beck Ains, John Tabor. All right, Joey Fresh says you got to put a year's salary on it. Who has the better season, yards plus touchdowns, out of Marcus Williams and Keon Henry Brooks, you don't you don't take a guy with a bunch of SEC experience and bet against him. You don't. <laughs> I don't think I put a year's salary on either one. I mean, they're well, first of all, legit. that's a, that's an an unbelievable amount of money <laughs> yeah. for, for you and I both. Yeah, it's like eight figures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So to be slinging that kind of money around on a tech running back Easy is a little joke. crazy. Easy, yeah. Joey, but. I don't know. Ooh, I, I, don't I know. go with Henry Brooks just because. Right now, I lean Marcus Williams. Shut up. You, you do not. Yes, I do. Marcus Williams is taking the first snap at Mississippi State. That's fine. All right. I know it's fine. Henry Brooks going to end the season a little better. I'll tell you this. Henry Brooks, the last four or five right, Who's a better pass catcher? Henry Brooks. Yeah, that's what I thought. We'll see you. We'll see you, BC. It ain't PPR. Hey, this fantasy. is the same thing that got you in the loser bowl in our fantasy football league. You like the running back that, that gets the handoff, but you forget about the guy that gets you a point every time he catches the ball. 
That's because my team ain't very good. I didn't forget about it. I just don't have anybody that can do it. Well, in this case, both guys, very good. My money's on Henry Brooks. All right, part of my rapid fire, kind of bouncing off this question. Will Tech have a 1,000-yard rusher I, in 2021? I say no. No, because that's going to be running back by committee. I think they ha- I think they have a chance to have two guys that 750. have 750. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, because we're, you know, we're in sync. But, yeah, this we got too many, too many guys that are going to get the rock. We don't have a Kenneth Dixon where he's I, just. I do think the interesting thing is, like, you know, we've, saw, we've seen, like, two backs. We've seen Holtz play two backs. The way he has always played two backs is you get a drive, then you get a drive, then you get – you know what I'm saying? I wonder if he becomes a little bit more liberal in his substitution patterns so that, you know, maybe that second back or that third back gets a chance to get more carries. Yeah. You got – Holtz has also been known to uh, put a guy in in the third quarter that just gets 10, 12 yards a pop and then take him out at the end of the game. Who's that? <laughs> what was the guy? Don't put me on the spot. There was somebody last year. Israel Tucker? No. I can't remember who it was. Last Not Hendy. No, it wasn't. She kept giving it to Hendy. Gave it to. It, might, it was Tucker. You think? Yeah. And then, at, like, the fourth quarter, there was nowhere to be seen. And I was like. So I'm going to say no 1,000 yard rusher. I'm going to say two 750s, though. And maybe a third with about 400. I mean, I think this team's got a chance to really run the football. Does Austin Kendall throw for 3,000 yards and 22 touchdowns in 2021? 3,000 yards and 22 touchdowns. Well, first of all, he's got to start. I think he throws for 3,000. Yeah, I think the running game is going to hopefully be strong enough he doesn't have to throw. For 22 touchdowns. 22 touchdowns will be a solid season. 22 touchdowns, about two a game. I I would say no just because I think he he might start a little slower the first couple games. I mean, Mississippi State's going to be tough. NC say, State's going to be tough to throw two touchdowns in. I would say this will surprise you how athletic he is. No, I don't think it'll surprise me. I think I know how athletic he is. What? Been watching film! <laughs> yeah. Do you think, okay, so if he stays healthy clear starter you don't think jd had aaron allen are getting snaps in games like against not unless UTSA. it's a blowout there's i will be i will be so happy for the dual quarterback thing to be oh, over there's zero chance it becomes a dual quarterback zero percent that was tough gave us a lot to talk about last year but it was tough i think that was more of a microcosm of covid Plus the lack of Anthony or Allen firmly taking hold of the job. I was texting some guys. It wasn't ideal. I don't think I don't think anybody in the football building would tell you that's what they wanted. I don't think they had a choice though. I'm just glad to be able to sit here and say we we got that guy because I'm you know texting some buddies and the old Caddyshack group message and they're like, please tell me we got a court. Tell me we got a guy this year. Tell me Austin is the guy. I'm telling. Are you telling? Are you telling everybody he's the guy? Beck, you know how you when you go out to the playground and you watch yourself throw the ball around and it's like, oh, I can tell that Beck Haynes guy, he's never played football yeah, before. Yeah, you can tell. But you watch Austin Kendall throw a football and it's like, all right, he was just rolling to his left and threw one 25 yards on the line. He's done Receiver this before. Receiver got a couple feet down. He's like, done this before. First day, I, The first day I saw him throw a pass, he rolled to his left in a team period 
and threw one about 18 yards down the field on the sideline, and the guy toe-tapped out of bounds. It's like, all right, he's the starter, no competition. I'm, I'm not kidding. That's how simple it was. And listen, the crazy thing is, here's the crazy thing. Remember when Jeff Driscoll came to Tech, and it was, oh, he was terrible at Florida. He wasn't any good, and his career stats were like 23 touchdowns, 21 interceptions. And then you remember the first game they play, I think it was against Southern. And it was like 42 to nothing with like seven minutes left in the second quarter. And you're like, holy cow, like this looks like Pee Wee for Jeff Driscoll. Yeah. Like that's, I'm not saying he's as good as Jeff Driscoll, but like that's the talent that he has. Like, like when you watch him throw it, it's just like, wow. Like the ball is just different out of his hands. Okay. So tell me how, you know, how, how are you? I know you don't, you're not in the locker room, but how's, if you're Aaron Allen, if you're JD Head, what, I mean, what does this mean for you? I don't think it means a whole lot. I, I think that, Obviously, those guys are competitors. Let's be honest. But I think you also have to have an understanding: is if they're bringing in a, a fifth year, sixth year guy like Austin, like he didn't he didn't come from Dallas from working his job to sit right. the bench. Like you got to be naive to think that. Now, does that take away from your competition? No. But and I'm not saying that Austin Kendall's going to throw for four thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. But Austin Kendall's really, really talented throwing the football. If this offensive line, and that's a big if, if they can keep him upright, he can really pick some teams apart. Like that West Virginia team he played for in 2019. Not a ton of talent, right? They're hot garbage. Yeah. Like they weren't good. They were in year one of a rebuild under Neil Brown. (laughs) It brings me to the O-line. Over or under, an average of two sacks allowed per game. In this is an absolute shot in the dark because I don't I don't know the O line. There are three three new guys on it, two maybe the six six man on that other one. Four new stars. I don't know if it can be worse than last year. We got Gooch. Let's not forget we haven't even talked about Gooch. Gooch is awesome. Tell me about Gooch. Pay money to go hang out with him. That's what I'll tell hey, you. Hey, follow him on Twitter at least. Oh, he's incredible. You'll wake he? up just just fist pumping the air every if morning. You, if you don't follow Dave DeGuglielmo on on Twitter. He's he's a top five follow across the entire Twitter network. Yells all the time on Twitter, yelling, just yelling. <laughs> it's hilarious. He is NFL hilarious. eighteen years in the NFL. What was yeah. it? Eighteen years. Two in the, Super Bowl rings. Yeah, couple of he's got some bling. Got a little bling to him. He tweeted, coached, the, tweeted the other day that he might not make it to age sixty because he likes hot dogs too much. You saw the article. you saw the old tweet yeah, about hot dogs. Yeah. Every every hot dog you eat takes thirty five minutes off your life. Uh not good for the league. Yeah, we'll discuss that in the next segment. Ben, t- I mean, Gooch, like I said, a camp offensive line was basically a disaster last year. Gooch creates cuss words. <laughs> Blame COVID. You know, it's like no, every, it is what it is. They're awful. They were awful, but every week the whole offensive line was contact different, tracing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there probably thirty, forty different guys played offensive line. I, don't fact check me, but Maybe it felt 50. like it. So my my thought is, it's got to be better. Gooch, Mac was, I loved Mac, but been there there a long time. Let me tell you this. This is all you need to know. There's been eight offensive linemen leave that room since the spring. It's all you need to know. Eight. Get the wussies out, is what you're saying? Bottom line. Hey, don't put up with it. No. So, I don't. Over under two sacks, that's. 24 for the, sacks. For every game, for for each game. An average. I think we stu- first six games, yeah, you got a couple sacks. I would say over on average. 
I, th- I think if you're under two, you're one of the best O-line units. You can't ask this question before the, before the season. Nah. Give me a few games. Right now, I got to say over. Okay. Well, right now, it's a shot in the dark because we don't know how they play. Well, Tech averaged 400 yards of total offense in 2021. In some games, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 what kills me about that is, is there's two games that can really hurt you, NC State and Mississippi State. Yeah. Mississippi State hurts you even more because – it's the first game of the season. Here's the thing, though. When you're playing Conference USA opponents, and I, I hate to be this guy because, like, you know how I'm not this guy. But if you want your fan base to kind of rally around it, like, you got to score 35, 40 points a game against Conference USA opponents. And you got to move the ball up and down the field 450 yards a game. You can only punt, I don't know, three, four times. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to play an exciting brand. I think this offense has it in them. Does it all click? Do they stay healthy enough to be determined? But they got the talent on that side. I'd say they should average over 400 yards. I think they'll average. I think this offense most closely resembles some combination of 2015 with Driscoll and 2019 with Jamar. I think Austin's a better quarterback than Jamar was, but I think that the ball gets spread around like that offense was as far as the receivers go. Had a Little league coach tell me you want to win a championship, you got to beat the pants off the bad teams. Beat the pants off them, Words Ben. Words of wisdom. Hey, you'll love this last question. Over or under 100 tackles for Grobes. Oh. He had 96 yeah. in 10 games last year. Over or under 150, and the answer's over. You heard it from you heard it from the Tyler Grubbs fan club. Let's go ahead and take our final timeout. We come back. We'll put a bow on Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk at 97.7. Uncommon. How would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the courtesy automotive family of Ruston. You'll find eight of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Cadillac, Buick, GMC, on the South Service Road, exit 86, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, on the North Service Road, exit 86, both sides of I-20. Two pre-owned lots. Qualified service departments you can rely on. Shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com. The courtesy automotive family in Ruston. Hey, y'all. This is Moose at Log Cabin Grill and Market. Here we give you a quick rundown of what we've got going on at the cabin. If you have a serious craving for barbecue, you need to get on down to the cabin for tasty brisket, pulled pork, barbecue dip, and more. And don't forget to try our brand new brisket tacos. It's our sliced brisket topped with lettuce, cheese, homemade pico de gallo, and jalapeno aioli. You can order online at logcabingrill.com or give us a call 255-8023.
4-H has been providing young people with a safe and positive learning environment for more than a century. And today, 4-H remains at the forefront of positive youth development. 4-H is the only youth organization where members can tailor their activities to fit their personal interests, goals, and dreams. 4-H gives youth opportunities to try out their interests and practice their skills through 4-H's Learn by Doing philosophy. Every 4-H member learns citizenship, leadership, and life skills while they better themselves, their communities, their country, and their world. Call the 4-H office at 318-251-5134. Find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we wrap it up. Season 14, episode 1. Is this your fifth season of Bleed Tech Blue Radio? About four and a half. I think I... You took I over in the took middle. Took over in January of 2017, and I came on in the fall. Yeah. Whew. What a ride! What a ride! I used to like throw up before the shows. I was so nervous. Now you just really now settled I just, in. I just said, hey, I'm, just not gotta, even, I'm not even going to prepare. I'm exactly. Just gonna... <laughs> you just got to play your role. Hey, we got to do this. We got a few minutes before we get out of here. Te- Phil Tabe's in on. Uh, the old we we love to talk fantasy football oh. in our last segment every show. Uh, of course, drafts coming up September the sixth. I have prepared an all time low. Yeah, I might need to start mock drafting tapes. How many mock drafts do you do a day? I'd say probably four or five. Tapes, get out of here! He, every day, he's a genius. Do they really help? It, it, so. I mean, it, you understand you draft gauge position. where guys are well, going. Well, but how does that, why does that matter if you got guys like me in the league taking Peyton Manning number one overall? I mean, it totally throws off the because his leagues aren't like ours. So they, everybody's pretty. I educated. told you our league is a bunch of slaps. All right, let me know. When you know you the get, punishment well, this year. Yeah, I mean, anytime you got a free you know spot open, uh, Tape is in. I'll take another, number I'll take five. Hey, I, you could co-own the team with me. I'd love to have you. <laughs> what about all that now? <laughs> All right, tell Tate our punishment. What are y'all doing this year? I need you for the punishment. Let me ask you, did you watch the hot dog eating contest? I did not. I think the last I watched was your pies. (laughs) No, I'm saying like the actual national hot dog eating. No, not this year. Okay. Joey Joey the man chestnut, he downed seventy was it seventy six hot dogs? Yeah. In ten minutes? Yeah. So the loser this year has to eat seventy six hot dogs in a week. Which is Roughly eleven hot dogs a day. Tapes. Tapes, is this harder or easier than you think? Could you think of anything worse, Tapes? I mean you're talking Repeat that now. Okay. You gotta eat seventy six hot dogs in a week. In a week? In a week. So eleven a day. So that's we're talking breakfast dogs, lunch dogs, dinner Sounds dogs. Terrible, doesn't snack it taste? dogs. You gotta drink like if I'm sitting down if we're having hot dogs for dinner. That's a lot of macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. That's what I, if I'm eat, if I'm eating <laughs> hot dogs for dinner, I'm not having three hot dogs. Me neither. But I gotta have three for each can, meal. Can can you go sausages or brats uh, or I hot lunch? I'm sure we'll go with it. Whatever My wife's you want. gonna want me to eat some turkey dogs. She's a dietitian. Wife's just gonna have to understand the hell that I don't know if I want to eat I, that tapes, many regular hot dogs. I, I kid you not. That's I, why if you can mix it up with 
Sausage one day, hot. Lunch. I gotta find some skinny Polish dogs because those are my favorite. But they're usually I gotta eat some Vienna sausages. <laughs> You're having some some mini dogs. <laughs> yeah. So I gotta be honest. You're gonna have some snack dogs, Dave. I think whoever ends up being a loser ends up quitting the league over eating seventy. You think that's dogs. worse than than 